Hello, one and all, and welcome to the 185th episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on May 22nd, 2022. On the podcast today, we have Andrew, it's Morbin time, Clark. Are you Morbius. just now getting to the Morbius Discord? <laughs> this is the first movie that's going to sell a trillion tickets. This is like a month ago. It's the yeah. summer of Morbius. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is really outdated, man. Like, Morbius has been dead. I mean, Morbius has been dead for five years, but yes, uh, the, the movie release of Morbius has been dead since two days after it came out. Dr. Morbius has been dead for 15 years when yeah. he did some experimental Dr. Michael Morbius at your service yeah. has been dead Dr. for a while. Jared Leto, cult founder Jared Leto. I, that's a rude Headliner of 30 about. Seconds to Mars, Jared Leto. The worst part of Blade Runner 2049, Jared Leto, has been dead forever. Academy Award winner, Jared Leto. That the the wor- somehow the worst Italian accent in uh, that one movie about Gucci, the House of Gucci. Uh, yeah, in a sea of dead. bad accents, who somehow managed to be a yeah. cut above. <laughs> I am uh, Michael Marbius at <laughs> your service. I am a vampire man. Got a little Swedish chef there, but that, uh, Dude, that got, got a little Irish. It was yeah. bad. <laughs> he was doing it bad on purpose. Oh, yeah, an Irish-Italian. Just an unholy matrimony. <laughs> an Irish-Italian wedding sounds like an absolute must-see affair. <laughs> yeah, they made a forget movie my about big, it. Yeah, forget my did big it fat. with all of his same actors that he makes every movie with, and they were all super God. fucking old. It was really bad and way too long. I mean, we're... Was that what it should have been called? My big fat Irish Italian wedding. <laughs> <laughs> My big fat Michael Scorsese cast regulars yeah. wedding. I mean, we're both Catholic, but the way we express it is different, and that makes me want to do violence to you. No, you they drink. were all, they were friends. The Irishman was part of uh, was part of the Italian mob. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was the whole thing. They're like. So, what did you do back in the war? And he's like, I was in Italy and I executed Italian prisoners. And they're like, that's kind yeah. of what we want with our people. <laughs> that's right on par with what we do. Would you consider working for us? And he's like, yeah. We kill a lot of Italians. <laughs> you kill a lot of Italians. We should take a project together, see where things yeah. go. You want to get a drink sometime? Yeah. <laughs> Want to hit to that wine bar? Want to go dip bread in red wine and suck it out like an absolute fucking psychopath? Joe Pesci, you loser. <laughs> you fucking psycho. Joe Pesci's a loser. <laughs> the, the, the character that Joe Pesci played. <laughs> Joe Pesci the man, legend. What? Can't fault him. Yeah, I don't know. Is Joe Pesci canceled? Joe Pesci seems like the type of guy that would have been canceled, but maybe Joe Pesci is just like wholesome yeah. behind the scenes. He's just a dude. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. Joe Pesci Wikipedia. Oh damn! This picture in two thousand nine. He is oh. fucking rocking the Under Armour with the wraparound shades and a fedora. Oh my god! What? 
I'm linking it. <laughs> Man. Joe Pesci just branded out. That is a dude. He announced his retirement from acting in 99, but has appeared in three films <laughs> since then. Only three? I thought he had done more. Mm. Hmm. He was married and divorced three times. There you go. And the most recent time he was married was in 92, so he, he gave up on love. Oh. But uh, no, no others. Hmm. So there you go. Joe Pesci had a musical career? That's pretty great. Okay, he is he's just having a fun time with it. Also on the podcast today, we have a man who just finished approving every show on television. Ryan Holtz, you did it. You set the slate for the entire industry. Decided what was coming back, decided what was dying, decided what was and was not being revived. How does it feel? Yeah, man. Black Sunday or whatever they want to call it for CW when just like every show got canceled because the CW is getting bought yeah. by Nexstar. Mm-hmm. That was me. Yeah. I did that. I was like, all of you, you're done. Get the fuck out. Good day, sir. Yeah. For like the 13th year in a row, he chose not to bring back Firefly. Be mad at Ryan. 13th? I don't know. When was Firefly? I think that show was like early, early aughts. That might be two decades by now. Uh, we're old. Firefly has been... They've been desperately trying to bring that back for a long time. Oh, 2002. I've never seen an episode of Firefly. Did it make it one season or was it two? One season. Damn. Why do Mm. people care about that so much? I mean, it was written by Joss Whedon, so uh, oh, at this wow. point, it's actually dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Didn't he kill a kid? What? I I know I've talked about this before, and it's <clears throat> it's very murky, but um, I think there was a point when Joss Whedon was like six or eight or something like that, where, yeah, like him and a friend were playing, playing in the, the, the yeah. pond. No, like playing in a pond behind their like joss whedon's parents cabin and then joss whedon came back to and he's like i don't know like my friend he just went home and then they found his drowned body in the pond like a day later and he's like i don't know how that happened he must have just drowned it's weird <laughs> and, and that was the end of it who's the guy that killed his friend with a gun just like absolutely murdered him as like a kid like they were just playing with guns and he just mm. <laughs> like, an act, like a famous loaded. person an actor or yeah what? he eventually became famous. he might have been an athlete i guess now that you think about it yeah i think they were just like his mom was a cop and had a gun and they found it jesus and just like ha 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 and like pulling the trigger and pointing it at each other and then he just fucking absolutely murdered him like jesus yeah like an absolutely terrifying like worst nightmare type accident but yeah yeah i'm just getting uh uh search results for the alec baldwin accidental discharge mm. prop gun thing yeah mm. yeah also hello i'm lucas de writer the third member of this podcast 
I am. So, have you ever been so tired? It feels like you have a chemical imbalance. Like your brain yeah. is just not good. You got the bad brain. I, I got the bad brain today. Maybe this alcohol will help. Maybe the coffee I had before this will help. But I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's it's kind of like speedballing. You drink the coffee to get you more anxious, and you drink the alcohol to make you less anxious. Balance things out. I I've always said, you know, substance abuse is not bad. You just have to get the right balance of substances that you are abusing. Right. I lace that marijuana with a little cocaine, knock you out, keep you going at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. It, yeah, it's balance. Mm. It, depression and anxiety are imbalances in your brain chemistry, and sometimes you have to rebalance them. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of stuff Thanos did I don't agree with, but keeping everything perfectly balanced, not a bad philosophy. Yeah, maybe Thanos should have just done some yoga mm. instead of killing half of all living beings. Yeah. Could be. I'm reading the actual story. When he was five, a four-year-old boy, the son of family friends, disappeared on his parents' property upstate. Eventually, his body was found. He had drowned in the pond. Years later, as a teenager, Whedon remembered he had called the boy over to the pond to play with him. After getting bored, he had walked away, leaving the boy alone by the water. I didn't think it was my fault, Whedon said. I knew I was five, but it doesn't just disappear as a thought. It took him another 30 years, he said, before the thought dawned on him. Even after the incident, his parents never taught him to swim. There was no structure, he said. There was no safety. So he was, like, trying to, like, I'm a victim. Yeah, is there any this story? Kid drowned. Is there any story in Josh Whedon's <laughs> life where he does not decide he is the victim in that situation? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Let me tell you the story about how I drowned this kid and... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, was, I'll somehow make it my parents' fault. It was really traumatizing for me. Yeah. I saw the life leave his eyes as the last gasps of air bubbled up from underneath the water. And I kept thinking, wow, someone should have stopped me from doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a real mindset, by the way, for like a not insignificant amount of serial killers. They're just like, bro, the U.S. government fucked up, man. <laughs> They let me get away with this for way too long. Like, I made it real obvious. Like, you guys really should have stopped me. It's, honestly, I'm not even really at, at blame here. Like, I gave you all the clues, Mr. Policeman. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce yeah. Wayne. I mean, then there's the serial killers. Who like are like, yeah, man, there's something fucked up with me. And then they like kill themselves and leave a note that says like, yeah, look at my brain. I'm fucked up. And then there's like a massive tumor. And it's just like, ooh, ooh, we're, we're all fucked. We're all, we're all fucked. There's, the human body's a, a mess. We, we shouldn't be alive. Every given day is just a fucking fluke that we're not completely fucked up. So... That's why we're making the most of every day by transitioning into news of the week. The list of games in Sony's new PlayStation Plus premium subscription service is out. It sucks. I believe mm. it. I'm not going to pay for this subscription. I'm going to just keep getting the random free games yeah. every month. 
the way I've been doing. I, it really feels like Sony, Sony's board said to Jim Ryan before he started tweeting out anti-abortion stuff or emailing out anti-abortion stuff and also messages about his cats that they needed an Xbox, a, a Game Pass competitor. And they're, he decided to do that, but in the worst, least cohesive way possible. Yeah. I mean, I will say, so it's only five bucks a month in reality. Like if you're already paying for plus. Like, yeah, okay. like that's, that's what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's honestly, I don't expect much. Like well, you don't need no, technically much value for that. No, that. That's the thing is that we currently play $5. We, we pay $5 a month for PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus. Ten. No, we don't. It's yeah. sixty. It's $60 a year. Pretty sure it's one twenty. It's not. It's sixty a year. Is it? If you if you buy it on a monthly basis, it's more. But if you buy a I year of 60. PlayStation, yeah, it's sixty, yeah. and it's gonna and go. it's gonna stay like that. Um, mm. but but the the library, the game library, is the different tiers. There's like the regular, and then there's like gold and then premium or gold and black or something like that. Yeah, and those extra tiers that you pay money for is what gets you access to this library of games. So if we still keep paying $60 a year, we'll get exactly the same thing we will before. You know, maybe they'll change that in the near future and make us pay more or something. Mm. We'll see. But in order to get access to this games library, that's what costs the extra amount of money. But we're not going to get like first party release on, you know, release day kind of stuff the way that Game Pass does. It's just... It's just baffling to me that From Software, because of Elden Ring, is more popular than they have ever been in the history of the company. They couldn't get one of the 14 Armored Core games to release on the PlayStation 1 to 3 in this bundle. They couldn't get they couldn't get a Metal Gear game in this bundle. It there are better games on like the PlayStation One Classic than there are in this service. Yeah, and, and you and you can get access to like PS Two games if you pay another twenty dollars a month. Fucking uh, wild! I want a good. What's what's any game that I would actually play? Like Two K Twenty Two, which is sad, <laughs> but I'd play it if it was free or like you know included with what mm-hmm. I'm already yeah. paying. Red Dead Redemption 2, I mean, I have it on PC, but then at least be have more access. Uh, maybe try Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but like... I think Until Dawn was free in the PlayStation, like, Essentials, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I think that came free to anyone with a PS5. Days Gone is on here. It's on the PS Plus collection. You get it right. for free with a PlayStation 5. <laughs> right. I think same with Until Dawn. Yeah. And The Last Guardian, now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, boy. Yeah. Damn. Rise the Nathan Zero Drake Dawn. collection is on there. That's mm-hmm. free. The Last of Us is on there. God of War was free. Yeah. It's just, these are things that we already have. I'm not going to pay for things I already have. Maybe maybe you won't be able to get them through the uh, 
uh, service we acquired them through for much longer. Yeah, my but I have them already, so yeah. it doesn't matter to you, me. Would they, like, remove them? Like, if we downloaded them to our console, they'd, like... I don't think... I wouldn't I think they would nah. rip them out and say, yeah. you're halfway through to... this game, now you have to pay $20 to get it back. I... Now, that would be great. Maybe... It's free until you get halfway through the story. <laughs> then, then you pay. <laughs> Look, that is actually, you know, whatever. If it's free and you play <laughs> half the game and then you say, you know what, this game is good enough that I would pay to buy it and I have to pay that money to finish it, whatever. And if you if you get through half the game and you'd say, no, this isn't worth $60, I'm not going to pay $60 to play the rest of this game. Guys, it's fine. basically a 20-hour-long demo. Come on. <laughs> it's been a thing in the industry for generations. It's basically the Steam reviews that's like are just overwhelmingly negative. They're just shitting on the game constantly. But then on Steam, you get to see how many hours they have on record. It's like 2,500 hours on record. And it's like, Jesus, dude. Bro, you need to reevaluate. You, you really hated this and you played 10 days worth. My God. I mean, there is the iconic one of it was a thumbs down review the hour count was something like 200 hours, and the message was just, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, That at least tracks. Yeah. That at least is like, yeah. This game is bad because it made me want to play it for 200 hours. <laughs> that is a bad thing, objectively. Yeah. Speaking of things that are objectively bad... I'm not sure which part of this is objectively bad. Maybe every interpretation of it, but Battlefield 2042 removes the 128-player breakthrough mode. Is there still 128-player conquest? Correct. Okay. The language in that press uh, in that presser specifically called out that. Yeah, we fucked up. 128 really only works in conquest. Bye. <laughs> I fucking love 128 breakthrough. Yeah, it was cha- like, it, it was, was chaos. Yeah. yeah, conquest is too. At this point in the game's life cycle, where everyone's bored, there hasn't been any new content. The game doesn't have much replayability. Conquest is too like no focus your attention and like try to win. Mm. Breakthroughs just like fucking pull out a rocket launcher and start shooting like yeah just start blasting man so anyway i started blasting yeah <laughs> literally just just chaos if you're causing chaos and breakthrough you're succeeding because that's the whole point conquest you have to be like tactical and stuff and at this point like who's trying to do that in battlefield 2042 am i in the minority of people by thinking that I didn't really mind that they were filling lobbies with bots. Because I would kill those bots a lot and then rank up a lot of points. And psychologically, I'd feel like I'm doing really well at this game. Well, for a while there, I feel like I wasted my like premium Battlefield time when people were actually playing the game. Because I would play the game against real people and mm-hmm. I would struggle. Because the guns were shit until you got certain upgrades to them different attachments so i would go into the i would do the bot lobbies and i'd play against a lobby of 300 bots 
or you know, you know 128 player bots yeah and i get 200 kills in a match and <laughs> rank up a gun all the way and then i'd be able to own with that gun in regular lobbies but i would do that so i could rank up all my equipment and then by the time i did that no one was playing the game anymore <laughs> <laughs> so i wasted the time that i could have been actually playing battlefield playing against robots and now there's only robots left yeah i don't know any shooter that has like bots feels very hollow to me okay kill someone like i don't know there's there's there is an element of you you're trying to outplay a real human being on the other end you're trying to shit on some 14 year old from connecticut and <laughs> just Make him scream. Death, death comms in Warzone over like some of the greatest moments in all of gaming. Just hearing some prepubescent kid smash his keyboard and scream. Just like, ah, yes. I did that. If I'm not ruining a teenager in a flyover state's night, what am I doing playing this game? <laughs> it's, I just, I don't get it. This game is such a failure. I mean, even, like, the fact that it's still running is kind of a, like, a, a feat. But, you know, there, this game launched with three main modes. The All-Out Warfare, mm-hmm. um, the Portal, Battlefield Portal, and then Hardline. Or not Hardline. What it was What was it called? The, the Weird Extraction Mode. Yeah. Whatever that was. Um that was dead within like three days of launch. I played one match of that and it just was not fun and nobody played it. Mm. Portal is not used very much, even though it had a lot of potential and seemed like fun. There's just not a lot going on there. And then All Out Warfare, which is the main battlefield mode, is just really hard to get into a match with people in it. I just, I don't know what the hell's going on. Maybe that, uh, maybe that demo we played that was borderline seizure inducing was uh god more of a harbinger of what was to come than anyone thought at the time the the copium that we were just deep throating during that period of time like no this is good this is so that they can fix all the bugs it'll be better things things will get better after launch it takes time guys keep going like we we really were drinking kool-aid weren't we they can buff this out with patches captain I mean, it is what they did with previous Battlefield games, but mm-hmm. this one was just so bad that yeah, there was no saving it. Other Battlefield games had a dedicated player base where they could use them to fix the game, and it eventually got better. This one just, it doesn't have that luxury. I mean, part of it is there's more competition than there ever was before, right? Yeah, there's other games to play. Mm. Also, I don't, I don't think people are as into these kinds of games as they once were. I think battle royale shooters and like actually just single player experiences are what people are doing nowadays. Not to mention the rise and I guess hero shooters are in a pretty sustainable place right now. And that's got to be eating into battlefield call of duty territory as well. Um, Anyway, probably on a related note to all of this, rumors are flying that EA is trying to be acquired. <laughs> By who? Anyone. Someone, someone buy us. Oh, we're so vulnerable. Oh, Stepbro, what are you doing? Are you trying to buy me, Stepbro? <laughs> you could get a great deal if you bought us right now. 
I wouldn't even put up a fight. Oh, I'm stuck in this... <laughs> in this Wall Street version of a washing machine. I, has, any, has any porno ever established how they get stuck there, or am I supposed to suspend my disbelief? I'm sure. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It, like, yeah. okay. I think any porn requires suspension of disbelief. If you drove down the street in a weird bus and said, hey, random hottie on the street, do you want to hop in this bus and get fucked? The bang bus <laughs> is not any going porno. That's not one very narrow, like, niche of pornography. It's a very good, it's a very good B story in an American Dad episode where Roger has a job as the guy driving the bang bus. I feel like, sadly enough, a lot of the casting ones are probably pretty realistic. Yeah. Don't require that much suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. No, that's... They're like, ooh, we're doing this shitty thing yeah. to try to get people into the porn industry. We're lying to them. And then, we, yeah, they think and we're going to give them a bunch of money, but we're not. Like, oh, this is just real. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's believable. That tracks. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is in combination, uh, due to Battlefield, which is a major performer for EA, uh, not doing so with the latest entry, and I want to say they lost the rights to the FIFA games pretty recently. Lost the rights to the name. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll just rename it. It'll to... still be the the exact same game, but it'll, it'll be missing a couple of teams. And they'll name it, but it already was missing some teams. Right. Yeah. And they'll name it EA Sports Football or whatever. I mean, if I don't know, but if like the FIFA title goes to Activision Blizzard or someone, and they get to publish FIFA, I, fair. No one's gonna make a soccer game. No, no things. Eh. And they'd have to yeah. compete with the only soccer game that's been around for the last twenty years. It's like if someone got the rights to make a football game, but with like just the teams from the American League, no one would do it. No one would compete with Madden. Even though Madden is an objectively bad video game. Bring back NFL Blitz! I mean, Madden's an objectively bad video game, but that's because they're only pumping $6 billion into <laughs> development instead of 15 Like, there's not many companies that can pump yeah. more money into development to make it actually good. Like, mm. And EA has no reason to do so. Because they so. know we're going to keep buying it. Or well, not yeah. we, but people. I, I might buy Madden 23. I don't know. I skipped 22. It might be... I, I'd be comfortable more every other year. What's the last Madden that we... What, what's the Madden we've been playing? It was playing? 21. 20? Was it 21? I thought it was 20. Yeah, it was 21. Oh. I had Madden I so. 18. I thought I skipped 19 and then bought 20. Hmm. Let's see who's on the cover. Wait, I have the game right here. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, it was 21. Lamar Jackson. Oh. All huh. right. Cool. Yeah, who knows? Damn. These Madden games looking so good nowadays. There are more polygons on Lamar Jackson's ass than all of Mario 64. It's the the gaming equivalent of the, like, oh, we sent astronauts to the moon using the same computers that are now in pocket calculators. (laughs) Yeah. It's all wasted. I mean, well, okay, that actually comes from the fact... The actual fact that there are more 
uh, polygons in the character Tubi's ass from Nier Autonoma that there are in the entirety of Super Mario 64. That's that's how right. far we've come. That's an important yeah. important ass, you know? I, maybe a one of the most... Oh, it's a big ass! Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta fuel a lot of fan art. Gotta mm. make sure. It's just ever so right. Spherical. Yeah. Come a long way from people getting horny to... Laura, Laura Croft's triangles <laughs> mm. or pyramids, I guess. <laughs> Pyramid they were 3D. Well, they were 3D. You suspend your disbelief a little bit and maybe they're cones, but no, those those were pyramids. Flat surfaces. All right, speaking of weird anime shit, there's a full-on Rick and Morty anime in the works. You seem upset. <sighs> what? You seem objectively angry. What is a Rick and Morty anime? Yeah. They already have done Rick and Morty animes as, like, shorts. And, like, that's fine in that capacity, but a full... What? I don't know. What's this going to be? I don't think this is what anime fans want. I don't think this is what Rick and Morty fans want. I am in the middle of that Venn diagram, and I'm indifferent to it. I want more of the SpongeBob anime that that one dude made that was absolutely incredible. And I want more of the... uh, uh, Los Angeles Chargers schedule reveal video anime. <laughs> I, Those are the two anime universes that I want full on series for. Ryan, you weren't on this episode, but there were some fucking deep cuts in that Chargers anime promo. Dude, the Jaguar yeah. with the salmon shirt yeah. sitting on the chair, like exactly like Urban Meyer. No, it was like, perfect. Oh, there. I'm surprised that like they weren't afraid the NFL would like crack down <laughs> on a certain level. No, they gave someone the, freedom. And let them yeah. like that's a thing like now social like big company social medias are willing to do anything to get some clout so they they tell the people that are making the content yeah do whatever do what you think is funny and will get us views and get yeah. people talking it has to about be authentic us. yeah exactly if you didn't give those creators free reign it would seem forced and fake and no one would like it yeah and the companies are finally realizing that but and there's a lot of consequences mm-hmm. to that type of shit. Like, um, when things are actually funny and authentic, they're probably not going to reflect great on the product that you're putting out. Yeah. Like, the, the Duolingo social media person, like, has gotten pretty big because they, they do a lot of stuff on TikTok and they are in the comments of, like, a bunch of other brands doing things on TikTok. And Jay told me recently the person, not not the brand Duolingo, the person that makes the content who has like put their face on things got canceled and had to make like a apology because they were making a bunch of Amber Heard Johnny Depp jokes. <laughs> and they were like commenting on TikToks about the trial. And they the people were like, this is really fucked up. You should not do this. And then they had to, like, issue an apology from their personal channel. And it's like, yeah, no, like, there are a couple of lines you need to not cross. Like, you should not be putting your face on these brands. Uh, yeah. This, this is, this sounds like a tremendous bumbling of the bag in a way I find darkly entertaining. I mean, this person was not, I'm sure, not making a lot of money. This is just a random no it's clout it's like a possible pivot for them later on a hell of a way to go independent but then they just couldn't i presume not say that maybe amber heard had it coming or 
whatever the weird it was it was simple it was just like there was a video of like amber heard crying about the first time johnny depp assaulted her and the comment was do you think amber goes on tiktok (laughs) just super casual on like a really traumatic experience like not the worst thing you could say but also just like why are you doing this did y'all see that one uh nba reporter i think he was a warriors like beat reporter and they found old tweets and it wasn't like the old like oh they found a single homophobic tweet from 13 years ago this man was like wild and he did not go back at all and just the thread got you couldn't you couldn't finish the thread it was like 60 tweet or 60 tweets long like four images per tweet of like just <laughs> fucking wild shit that he was tweeting 10 years ago uh I, i'm trying to remember his name it was like mark something he, he just deleted his twitter but like obviously it was all completely screenshot uh the guy's name was um it was like percocet abuser or something it was the guy who dug up all the old tweets (laughs) i think it's percocet abuser let me see if i can find it (laughs) that's so funny that's gold man oh no it's not i'm not finding it uh it's like the the typical percocet abuser versus the casual cocaine enjoyer (laughs) <laughs> NBA reporter deletes Twitter. Oh, it's Mark Haynes. Yep, I just That's, found that it. That was the guy's name. Oh yeah, I've heard of this guy. Yeah, dude, his his Twitter. Holy shit! Mm. Where is? Come on, get the thread. Oh, I found it. Here we go. Um, Percocet abuser. Yeah, his name's Percocet abuser. <laughs> long live kp the guy also like dude like some of the shit it was just like uh in the in between like i think a retarded girl might be trying to get at me on facebook and like uh if i don't know this gay dude uh looked up on my homeboy today and we was about to go have to beat the f word out of him there was like a really cold take about like russell westbrook being better than lebron james and steph curry like just the guy who was compiling the tweets like slipped in this cold take in between these just horrific like never-ending sea of bad bad tweets yeah he was he was just horny on main like constantly and incredibly homophobic and racist and yeah everyone just like uh, scrolling through the thread you literally get old like you're just like, all right, yeah, I don't need to keep yeah. reading this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because it's a lot of tweets. Mm. Oh yeah, here here's the buried in the sea of homophobia and racism. Not to discredit Steph, LeBron, or Harden, but none of them were better than Westbrook, and I'm a diehard LeBron fan. <laughs> like just like just a random right in the middle. Really yeah. bad NBA take. Yeah, random random cold take for a guy who became an nba beat reporter right. russell westbrook better than lebron and steph <laughs> <laughs> let me let me pause my just morally corrupt musings did you point out that yeah i just have bad opinions in general now you should not listen to me on 
anything. My job is to talk to you about basketball, and I'm bad at interpreting it. <laughs> that, that is an unhinged take. Even at the time, I'm sure. I think I need to change my t- Twitter username. Percocet abuser. <laughs> Andrew, you could rock an account titled The Ketamine Percocet abuser Kid. was just the white knight that found this shit and brought it to light. Mm. Yeah. Hold it. I. Mm. Percocet, Percocet abuser. Hashtag I'm, I'm go- Percocet abuser did nothing wrong. I'm going through the timeline. Percocet abuser seems like a complicated person. <laughs> oh, no. You, you're on Percocet abuser's timeline? No. Yeah. Long live KP, I think was his username, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is Kristaps Porzingis. Mm. Damn. What, what, what kind of shit this Percocet abuser got going on? Uh, just like that. Yo, I'm out here abusing Percocets. <laughs> There's nothing problematic about that. You can, you can do that. You're a human being. Probably have his pinned t- His pinned tweet is, my tweets do not represent me as a person. There you go. He said it. He's good. Got a, yeah, he's chill. Got a pronouns joke in the bio. Like, mm. Classic. Let's see. So does Dave Chappelle, but he's mm. celebrated. <laughs> Wait, what? Dave Chappelle's oh, super, super transphobic. Yeah. Oh, I thought Dave Chappelle actually had a... Uh, you know, I'm going to check Dave Chappelle's Twitter quick. Hold on. Does Dave Chappelle have Twitter? He feels like the kind Absolutely. of guy would avoid Twitter. The dude that, like, went to Africa for a decade, like, because he couldn't handle, like, the spotlight and the way that his material was being, like, uh, used by the wrong people. Okay, Dave Chappelle, seemingly terrible person. His Twitter is kind of peaked, though. He is blue checkmark. He joined in March 2012, and the last time he tweeted was March 25th, 2012. Jesus. He got in and then dipped. Yep. Not for him. He was like, I'm out. This shit sucks. Speaking of shit that sucks and people are aware of it, following backlash to the Yu-Gi-Oh! people bastardizing the game with too many new OP cards, they have unbanned a lot of the old OP cards. Wow. That's how you do it. It's got to be I fun. Saw, I saw the uh, unbanned change of heart, which yeah. even as someone who played Yu-Gi-Oh for like a week in middle school, that was something that like even I knew was like an OP, you're not supposed to use it card. Yeah. Fucking what? Wait, so they like in like high level competitions, they banned cards or like yeah. all of Yu-Gi-Oh, they would be no, like, like high, like official competitions. Like it was a, if it was okay. a licensed I mean, competition. So if a card was, yeah, we're, you can't use this anymore, they took it out of circulation. Like, they didn't print any more of that card. And presumably they will now that many of them have been unbanned, but I just find it entertaining. I just find it entertaining that at one point in this game's history, they said, yeah, we realized this isn't great for balancing, this isn't fun, this isn't good for the game, so we're going to get rid of those. And then over the course of more slowly making the game unfun and unfair, they just decided, to hell with it. Get him back in here. Come on. Let's get that nonsense back in this. For the old heads. Yu-Gi-Oh! The Yu-Gi-Oh! Vets. 
counter the new nonsense with the old nonsense. Yeah. I don't understand. So how... <sighs> so I play other video games. Yes. I Is it like a meta was developing around these like unfair cards so that made the game not as interesting and not as fun because like you had to use these set tactics that were the most powerful tactics or like what does it mean that a card is like too op and it's not fun anymore like so there's like no counters i don't understand so for newer cards that have been banned or limited yes a meta developed that was really difficult to counter or was just not fun or engaging. So those were limited uh, for the reason that you just outlined, Ryan. The old shit was just broken. Hmm. The old shit. Andrew, you referenced Change of Heart specifically. That mm. lets you just take a monster card that your opponent had. So, theoretically, your opponent... First turn of the game, they put down a monster card and nothing else, and their turn, your turn, the second turn, this is where you can attack. You put down a monster card, play change of heart, you now have their monster card, you have two monsters, and they have nothing, That there is nothing they can do. You just kill them. Yeah, you win. You just, it used to be you just play change of heart and win. That sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds like a good game. Maybe. Is Pot of Greed the one that lets you just like... That one was also oh, banned, I think. Pot of Greed was banned? It's back now, so. though. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I had thought that, like, Pot of Greed was, like, a, a big thing still. No, it, it was a meme. Yeah, it was a meme. That was the whole mm. thing. Mm. Nobody knew. Yeah. Nobody knows what it does, but it's important. Ryan, your ideas of a good game, though, is different from every other person that I've ever met in my whole life. Oh, really? Yeah, you're like, you know what Horizon Zero Dawn needs? The ability to just run around with a gun and also never die ever and kill everything with one shot. Yeah. That's not like how everyone should enjoy the game, but it's like how I mm. enjoy some RPGs. And I don't know, most RPGs have some game-breaking exploit or uh, just yeah overt cheat that you can give yourself that ability and then you can experience the story and have fun just being super powered that's not that's not how everyone should play the game like it, just it, play it on easy it, mode just go on easy mode that's not the same. that's the story mode basically <laughs> yeah it's not the same well, like one hit shit i want it to be it's funny to me <laughs> It's funny to me when this big bad is introduced and it's like, oh shit, and it's going to be some crazy, like, intense boss battle. And they have some fucking sick ass animation. They're, like, stomping out, and you're just, and, like, you can tell that they're getting ready to, like, do some sort of cool cycle that you're going to have to learn. And then you just, like, shit on it. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> clicking a button I mean, and they're the equivalent dead. of the Indiana Jones Harrison Ford got yeah. too mm -hmm. tired to sword fight and just shot the guy. Yeah. Exactly. An Elden Ring, that's the Kamehameha. Killed a lot of dudes, killed a lot of scary dudes, just by laser beaming them to death. And it feels good. Mm. Feels good, man. But no, not for multiplayer games, because, yeah. yeah, played a lot of Call of Duty in my day, and, you know, the, the, the downside to overpowered weapons is that they become a meta. It's not that they're, like, 
uncounterable. It's just the counter is to also use the overpowered weapon. Mm-hmm. So then it just becomes kind of boring because everyone's only using this one weapon if they want to actually be competitive. So, yeah. Elon Musk might not be buying Twitter after all. Maybe he owes them like a billion dollars. Maybe this is the death of Twitter because now they can't make any meaningful changes to the company if this goes to litigation. It's weird. Are we winning? I think we're winning, sons. I mean, if Twitter dies, then... Then no. I feel like Elon Musk definitely wins. Mm. Hmm. If Twitter dies, there's going to be a lot of people out there that will just actually eat Elon Musk alive. Like, <laughs> literally. Not... not uh, I mean, no metaphor. Yeah. Eat him alive. Damn you, Elon. This was the most efficient pornography distribution platform we had. So there's going to be a guy out there that goes up to Elon, tases him, and says, I'm going goblin mode, <laughs> and then eats him alive. The percent of Elon Musk's body mass that you consume is the percent of his net worth that you're awarded with in the yeah. in the tradition of you absorb his powers. They're going to have to do like him. an ultrasound. Like, you ate like 13 pounds of Elon. Yeah. That's... Like a hundred billion dollars. <laughs> Thirteen pounds of I'm guessing Elon's like what, buck eighty? Like, yeah, they're you're you're looking at a cool twenty bill or something around there. Take that. Take that all the way to the bank. Mm. Assume, uh, in reality, what? Everyone everyone's gonna get a, a two or three bites in. Yeah. And that that might add up to like uh point seven five pounds. So what 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 is that? Well, I mean, look, we can just say everyone eats a pound. Everyone eats a big old steak worth mm-hmm. of Elon Musk. Uh, one eighty, and he's one hundred eighty pounds, mm-hmm. uh, and he's worth what, like two hundred thirty billion. So yeah, everyone gets like one 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 and a half billy. Take or leave some some money on the table. Uh, can I be Elon Musk of is eighty two kilograms. Wait, you know how much he weighs in kilograms? I mean, I, I looked it up. Yeah. How much? So it's 82 kilograms. That's it's 180 pounds. 180 pounds. Yeah. That was a good like, guess. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and he's worth over 180 bill. Elon so Musk gets over a bill if you need a billion worth, a pound. It's like a two, 220 10, billion. Just about. Yeah. I'm the same height and weight as Elon Musk. That doesn't. Elon Musk is not six two six three, right? That's I'm what sure. I'm sure he's actually like five eleven, one ninety. <laughs> no fucking way. Elon Musk is that tall. They're saying six two. He confirmed it on Twitter. No fucking way. Mm. I need. I'm gonna need to see a picture of him next to someone who's six two. Ah shit. Here he is next to like some bodyguards, and he is taller than all three of them. Mm. Look, you can be a tall person and also a fucking moron. Like he just doesn't give off tall person energy. No, he does not. Because he's a moron. Yeah. He might. He might be actually six two. I'm looking. I'm looking at a lot of pictures of him with other people, and he does seem like he's usually the tallest person in the group. No, he just literally Lame. makes everyone around him kneel. He heard that story. He heard that fable, and decided, yeah, this is cool shit. Yeah. Hmm. That's how it should be. That's what this, the moral of the story is. 
the most powerful person should make everyone kneel. Yeah. So basically, for every pound of Elon that you eat, you get $1.8 billion. Yeah. Absolute money. Speaking of powerful people doing stupid shit, Texas A&M football coach Jimbo Fisher and Alabama coach Nick Saban are arguing about who... (laughs) (laughs) It's Nick Saban. Saban? Saban's great. Nick, no, let's call him Nick Saban for the rest yeah, of the podcast. Saban's actually better. <laughs> Are arguing about who's the better shady recruiter, and I wish they just whip their dicks out and see who's bigger already. This is funny because like Sir. Fisher was one of uh, Saban's uh, <laughs> assistant coaches for a long time before he became the head coach of A and M. And they, it's funny because like, I don't, like Nick Saban is literally fucking yeah. the godfather of college football like yeah. he is the the college football coach probably gonna go down as the best college football coach of all time when he hangs it up and then jimbo fisher's like this fucking loser <laughs> who's been like bounced a million times from program to program and like been like ran out of town multiple times and shit like yeah, but and Saban came no. out of nowhere. Saban's being a yeah total bitch about yeah. He's just like yeah, NIL is ruining college football, and it's like yeah because you can't be the only one who pays players anymore. Yeah, it's like because before you were Alabama, you were the best team ever, and you could just tell any good recruit yeah come to Alabama. We're Alabama. You're gonna go in the first round, dude. We're basically a tech school to get into the NFL. Come on. Yeah, like you're going to win a national championship. You're going to look really fucking good. You're going to make 20 million guaranteed in the NFL as a rookie. And then you will see we'll see where your career goes. And then now everyone else gets to say, "Yeah, you could do that or we'll pay you $500,000 for name and image likeness, like you know, deals and all that shit." And they go, "Hmm. I could go hedge my bets on making a bunch of money later on, or I could get the guaranteed money now and see where I go. And a lot of people are going to say, I want the money now. Ah. Especially in football. Yeah. Right? Basketball's one thing. You can kind of dick around in college basketball and you'll probably be fine. Like, we've seen how many one-and-dones go in, not take it seriously at all, and still get drafted in the lottery. Mm. Ben Simmons literally gave up on lsu like halfway through the season was just like yeah i don't want to play here anymore and still went number one overall like um do you think football players get injured at a higher rate than basketball players yeah okay uh serious injuries yeah yeah basketball you do get injured more but yeah it's like you turned your ankle and miss a game football yeah like nah fam you might never play again so then that's definitely Yeah, guaranteed money now. And, eh. You know, I can, I'm fine. I'm fine getting drafted in the uh, fifth or sixth round instead of the third. Like, that's whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Who is who is that uh, LSU wide receiver that two years ago everyone knew he'd be a, a top ten pick and he went undrafted this year because he had a spinal injury? He's on the Chiefs now. I thought you were saying Jamar Chase. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the best wide receiver in college football his sophomore year. And then his junior year, he was like, I'm not risking it. And just yeah. didn't, didn't play and then still went high and then still almost won a Super Bowl in his rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the um, – oh, no, no, no. It wasn't – it was Clemson, not hmm. not LSU. Uh, 
Clemson wide receiver undrafted. Uh, Justin Ross. Yeah. Justin Ross yeah. catching passes from uh, what's his name? Long blonde hair. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. The, <laughs> Long blonde hair. Yeah, the next Andrew Luck. Um, yeah, everyone knew he was going to be like top 10 pick. He was going to be fantastic. Had a minor spinal injury, just went completely undrafted. Yeah, it's it's yeah, bullshit. Like, yeah. Take the money when you can get it because you don't know what's going to happen. But we know that we're about to go on a break, jump into the other call, and move into the breakouts. I beat Triangle Strategy. And now I'm trying to get the true ending in Triangle Strategy because they hid that from me. They hit a fourth option in a decisive moment in a way that I think is a little bit of bullshit, but I'm having enough fun with the game, with the game's mechanics, uh, that I don't even mind. That's dumb. Yeah. What's dumb but also great is that in the final fight of the uh, ending I did get, basically it is a situation where every other fight in the game, you have to beat the enemy army that you're fighting uh, in order to win, in order to progress. But in this fight, you just needed to beat the enemy commander. And I struggled with that because I kept engaging with it as though, all right, I have to be really tactical. I have to hedge my bets a little bit, draw the enemy out, uh, be careful, maintain my guys, yada, yada, yada. And then I realized, no, I win this fight by just fucking bum-rushing and beating the shit out of this old man. And I did that. I had like five dudes just wailing on this eugenicist piece of shit. And Girls it felt good. They really do get it done. <laughs> yeah. Good video game. I think I got about uh, 10, 15 hours left in it, but good video game. Mm. That's a full yeah, video game. That true ending. Yeah. Completionist on the shit. Andrew, what are you checking out? Um, still playing Dying Light 2. It's getting a little bit better. Story still bullshit did you unlock the crouch button or whatever was gated off last time we talked no, about I, it? no i did i did unlock a bunch of new abilities and i also okay. have the the paraglider now mm. which is fun but the the new section of the map that i'm in the actual like downtown with all the like the high rises is really difficult because it's like yeah the idea is you should not be on the ground you should not be on the ground level it's really bad down there there's a lot of enemies, and also it's hard to get back up to the, the top levels. It's worse because in the first half of the game, it's like, oh, you're on the ground level? You're like two floors below the rooftops where you should be. And you have to figure out how, to weigh, like, how you get to the you know two floors above where you are right now. Now it's like ten floors. Mm. It's like, how do you work your way up through the giant hordes of enemies and parkour up ten floors? So yeah, kind of sucks. I was going to ask, is the answer how you get up 10 floors usually parkour? Yeah, it's parkour. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. It's always parkour. Yeah. Yeah. Parkour. Hardcore parkour. Um, cool. I, it, are, are you mostly... have Has the faction that's just cops been redeemed at all? Or are you no. still mostly rolling with the not-cop faction? 
not cops. Yeah, absolutely. There's even a moment recently that I just completed where it's like, oh, you unlocked this power station. You have to decide, do does the power go to the survivors or does it go to the cops? And the person comes over the radio <laughs> and she's like, hey, I don't have anything against the cops, but also they're pieces of shit. You should probably <laughs> give it to the survivors. I can't think of a single reason why you would give it to the cops. I'm like, yeah, I also can't think of one single reason why I would do that. Because even the people in the in the universe are like, yeah, the peacekeepers are hard asses, but at least they're really good at killing zombies and keeping the streets kind of safe. But then it, it you talk to people and they're like, yeah, the peacekeepers don't protect us. We ask for help all the time and they say no, and then they steal our water. <laughs> And then they also steal our medicine and food. And then, oh, shit, our windmill, which powers all of our shit, got taken over by bandits. And we asked the peacekeepers to clear them out. And they said, no, deal with it yourself. So they don't do anything. <laughs> they're, they're completely negative forces. They're just the bad guys. There's no reason why you should ever choose them. But they still treat it as like, oh, equal factions. These are hard decisions. Who do you choose? 99% of the people or the fascists. <laughs> How long after the zombie outbreak is this game set? 15 years. Yeah. And there's like an organization structure basically. Like I mean, it's hierarchy that has emerged more kind or less. of it's like these were the people that were in the military like the they, these aren't just the people that were in the military, but like then the people that they recruited to help keep them in power, basically. Mm. Right. So I basically so my suspension of disbelief with like zombie post-apocalypse stuff starts to fall apart when like communities of multiple hundreds of people start forming. Mm. It's like no, the you, I know human beings and. Priority number one would be systematically eliminating zombies. Like that would be the whole thing. Mm. Like we, like we can get we back to that. normal if we kill these five hundred thousand zombies. Yeah. yeah, if we have fun, if we get to use our toys and actually pay no consequences for enacting acts of horrible violence. Like Ryan, yeah, that would be all anyone would do. All day long is just fucking search and destroy missions <laughs> on zombies. Ryan, I like, I watched that Polygon video. I, I watched how Mountain Dew turned Call of Duty into a circus. <laughs> and yeah, if there's one thing we can agree on as a species, for the most part, violence is some pretty cool, fun shit. If you give people across the spectrum the opportunity to enact violence guilt-free, yeah. we're going to be able to take care of this. No, it's like, I'm going to give you an assault rifle. Go shoot as many of these people in the head as you want. You don't have to feel bad about it. They're not people anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way we can bring them back. You're not going to hell for to, this. In yeah, fact, you you're probably to going to heaven for doing this. <laughs> You don't have to attempt to take them alive. Like, no. literally, they're not coming back. Their brain's gone. Time time to murder. Like, you get to just murder these slow-moving targets. Like, it's, it would be the greatest pastime. It's, it's the thing, one of the things I like the most about World War Z is that, like, 
in the end, they won because, yeah, like the United States government retreated over the Rocky Mountains, regrouped in the desert where there weren't that many zombies, and then just fucking turned around. Like they, they did the call an ambulance, but not for me, and just started Sherman's marching back to the yeah, sea, like, like our grand killing every zombie. On at the end back. of it all, was just playing super loud music. Like hardcore <laughs> rock and roll music that pumped us up, funneling to them drive down all the zombies into... into one spot where we then yeah. made a phalanx and shot yeah. them all to death. Literally funnel them into a gorge and just slaughter them by the thousands. The guns would get so hot that, like, you could cook on them and shit. Like, yeah, like that's what it would actually be if they if like I I can always suspend my disbelief as long as it's like very loose like disbanded communities of like mm-hmm. a dozen or so people it's like yeah they can't quite like coalesce around a hierarchy enough to start taking the fight to them but like i don't know i've seen like late game walking dead like kind of where it is now and i'm like nah if <laughs> there would be some infighting but at the end of the day like they there wouldn't be that many zombies left man that would be like we just gotta survive and the walkers are 10 they're kind of in the way making things hard it's like no you guys would just go out and <laughs> chop things down yeah. if it's 50 if it's a hundred dudes organized enough to be living together without any kind of conflict yeah they can just kind of fix this given enough time yeah yeah in 15 years that's definitely enough time and also like the whole like i don't know are the zombies magic because yeah like, well, I don't know. It's believable that they could like suspend, like they can, like because there's like reptiles and shit, right? That can go like a year without eating. It's like I don't know. <laughs> Once you get like a few years removed, it's like all right, are they actually magic? Cause well, I mean, there's what could possibly keep them in the alive dying light long? universe. It's like when the sun goes down, all the zombies get really fast and really strong. So they're basically magic. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, it's chemicals. It's it's the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so, yeah, there's a world where definitely some of them are successful enough to, like, they kill enough wildlife and shit to sustain their bodies on limited calories. But not, like, to the point where it would be a problem to the survivors. Mm-hmm. Like, there wouldn't be hordes of hundreds of thousands of zombies, like. They they would outcompete each other. There would there would only be like hundreds left after that long of a time frame. But yeah, unless they're magic, and then sure, I guess like if if they just don't die. And that was the original zombie. Yeah, right? it was mm-hmm. literally voodoo. Like it was just magically reanimated. Yeah, it's, it's a vampire. There basically. wasn't there wasn't science. It wasn't like no, it's a virus that causes aggression. It's like if you shoot like them in that. the head, they go down. Like no, it's just they don't I, die. Yeah. There's an episode of Supernatural where there's like an actual voodoo zombie monster lady and they're like, ah, there's no way to kill them because like the whole point is that they can't die. And then they run across her at some point and one of the Winchesters just pulls out a gun and shoots her in the face and it doesn't do anything. He's like, oh, that was worth a shot. I didn't think that would work, but... I don't know. Or, yeah, like, uh, I Am Legend. Yeah. 
they're like they're, they're forming societies they're mm-hmm. they're just a different species now like they're still intelligent mm-hmm. they still have community and can form bonds and are yeah like hunting and providing for the group like they're they're actually kind of better than human beings in a lot of ways is at least the way that the book properly portrays it yeah. like that you know it's more of like an evolution thing like these they are now out competing regular old human beings they are just better human beings in a lot of ways yeah hmm. and then sure then then i'll buy it but it's fucking terrifying for us normal human beings because yeah that was like the running theme is that no like i am legend the will smith's character is the monster like he's yeah. he's the boogeyman that the vampire people tell stories about like he he's the one that's capturing them and killing them and dissecting them and all that shit like they're just they have a society they live in the dark like wait am i the baddie yeah and he realizes that <laughs> and then in the alternate ending of the movie he realized it but uh, they, they were like that's not good enough for mass audiences mm-hmm. they're not gonna get it it's gonna go over their head any media going over your head lately, Ryan, or is uh, everything you're taking in pretty good and digestible? Um, Atlanta was kind of fucking out there. Oh. It was a weird season of Atlanta, for sure. They wrapped season three. Season four comes out in the fall, and it will be the final season. Already? So they, That's a real Yeah, quick, they took like yeah. years off and then basically filmed three and four concurrently. Um, I don't know. I guess I wanted some some arcs some storytelling Mm. like i don't the first season of the show is about how a dude who's like really down on his luck and kind of a failure like gets a little bit of clout because his cousin happens to become a mildly successful rapper Mm -hmm. at this point the main our main character earn is just a very successful manager of his cousin the cousin is just like a worldwide phenomenon like he's touring throughout europe very successfully and selling out arenas and they just kind of don't talk about the characters and like what that does for them like they don't they don't really dive into like the actual psychology behind what's going on there was one hint at it and it was one of my favorite moment of the season moments of the season where like the the rapper character al is basically like on a trip like realizing he doesn't know if he can really trust those close to him and if they're just like a bunch of yes men Mm. that are telling him what he wants to hear and then in the end of the episode it's revealed that at the very least he can trust Ern, he can trust donald glover's character because like the the thing that's so doubt is his his uh vision his spirit guide uh told him like where are your masters and he's like what are those he's like she's like the main recordings of your songs who owns them like do you have do you control them or were those sold to make a quick buck by those around you and then at the very end of the episode after he's come down from his trip and everything he asks her and like hey where who, who owns my masters and he's like what and it's like oh shit it's about to go down like yeah he was being misled and he's like who owns my masters and he's like you do <laughs> and it's just like oh shit yeah here we fucking like look progression like we're these, these people are growing. They're like actually like learning to trust each other and like it's all working out. And that was that was it though, mm. like in terms of like advancing the story. So just a lot of vignettes. Wait, I'm so, yeah. And it would be more disappointing if there wasn't just another season coming in a few months. That'll probably wrap it up. 
Wait, I'm sorry, you're saying you prefer overarching narratives to episodes that are just uh, one-offs that are never touched upon again? I mean, look, every once in a while they're fun. Yeah. The best one-offs, though, from Atlanta were always, like, tangentially related to the main storyline. Yeah. Like, the Teddy Perkins episode. Just fucking wild. But, like, or po- post-boy getting purpose. lost in the woods. And yeah. Mugged yeah, multiple boy. times. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I can't trust anybody in. I need to carry a gun because you people are fucking scary. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. Mildly disappointing, but oh well. There's more coming. And, yeah. But. Better Call Saul ongoing, still good? Yeah. Better Call Saul is fucking getting there, man. Mm. This is the the mid-season finale is coming tomorrow. And then it uh, will have the actual series finale. Uh, in the summer at some point but yeah we're we're getting there man shit's going down we're about to learn how he builds his empire basically it's it's, it's actually happening um let's see watching under the banner of heaven which is based on the john krakauer book that i really liked it's got andrew garfield Hmm. um so far really good pretty pretty intriguing it's a slow burn it's like kind of an investigative piece which they kind of had to do the book is very like uh this is a true story like we're i'm just gonna recount all this fucked shit that happens in the mormon church like it's told pretty matter-of-factly i mean if you've read into thin air or into the wild it's that guy it's a similar style uh but yeah so far i, re- I really like the show um let's see what else hacks hacks is fucking amazing uh hacks has been a real return to form season two is just picked up right where season one left off and it's just been a blast so far um and then yeah that's that's it (laughs) just those i haven't seen uh today's episode of barry we're recording this on a sunday i got back right before we i don't know recorded i think it releases in a half hour yeah oh okay i wasn't sure but uh ryan are you caught up other than that though you watched episode four yeah okay what do you think It's not great, man. Uh, this has been a, I really liked a episode four. I, I didn't mm. like... I Episode one was okay. Two and three I didn't like. I, I really liked episode four. Well, what did you like about it? I'm curious. What was the what was the change? I thought it was... One, I thought it was really funny. I laughed a lot. Two, I thought they finally started like actually getting the characters moving in ways that made sense in the way that they were set up. Where... Yeah, like, Barry's girlfriend is like, oh, yeah, you're right. I am just falling back into the same old patterns that I was before. I can't do this anymore. Uh, Barry, we're fucking done. And then Barry going like, oh, I can't just murder my way into people's good graces. Here's all this money. We won't ever talk again. And then Mr. Cousineau going like, oh, fuck. This guy, he solved all the problems that I had. He's a piece of shit and murdered my girlfriend, but, like, he got me back into acting. He got people to stop hating me. He solved my money problems. This is really complicated now. Like, I don't know. It it, it felt like they were kind of fixing the problems that they had made in the first two ep- or the first couple episodes. This is, the, this is the show I wish was around when I was a child. I... I'll fucking be a beacon for women. I'm sorry. It's just sinking in that we got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's all that matters right now. The, the rest of my important speech is out the fucking window. 
we're successful. <laughs> I made it. Fuck yeah. Nah. Yeah. That's fair. I don't know. Hasn't hasn't been for me so far this season. I think I need more. I need more goofiness. I okay. need more of like no, the... Noho Hank taking Barry's phone and then like enabling all the tracking data and cookies in order to install the bomb app wasn't funny. Wasn't goofy. It felt played out. It felt like yeah, a joke that a million people have made before. It wasn't like a new take on it. It was just kind of like yeah, imagine if bomb makers did the same thing that we deal with in our normal lives. Like I don't, I don't know. It just hasn't it hasn't hit the same. Like I get that they're trying, but there's something about the asynchronicity that always hit so pretty well. We, like thinking of my favorite episodes of Barry. So with Fuchs out there recruiting people that Barry has murdered, like people related to people Barry has murdered, there's a non-zero chance the feral karate girl shows up again, and I'm excited that for be, that. <laughs> that would be a return. Hey, form. you bit half my face off. Remember that guy that killed your dad? Or you at least thought killed you your dad? You didn't kill his dad. The cops did, right? Yeah. Yeah, the cops He was involved. Did, but... She never saw the cops kill him. For all she knows, he killed him. Yeah. No, she definitely thought Barry killed know. her dad. And that's why she stowed in the back of their car and attacked them. Yeah. I think the cops definitely, like, would say they, they killed this guy. I don't think yeah, they could But for all we it, know, like... she's been living in the woods, like, eating squirrels. No, I don't think... Like... I don't think She was a fucking case. feral child. How would Fuchs find her? I don't know. He asked around, hey, you see a girl in a karate gi <laughs> covered in blood running around? Because <laughs> she's the most dangerous of them all. Like, that mom and son just bought a Glock from a guy that heard them over talking, like, about killing someone. He's like, yeah, no, just that sign here. That was my favorite joke. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Take this gun. Yeah, I think, I think it was... It was all serious. It was a very intense monologue. And then the that was like classic Barry at yeah, the asynchronicity of pulling back. And I think he said something like, Alrighty! Like, <laughs> cool! Like, we'll take the glove. All of a sudden, like, okay! <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's do it. Just need you guys to fill out some paperwork, though. Technically, it's a background <laughs> check, but like, we, we can rush that. Don't worry about it. Here you go. The karate girl was like also dangerous because Barry didn't want to kill a little girl. <laughs> let's be honest. If that <laughs> That's was... fair. She would have been fucking executed I... on the spot if yeah, she wasn't a 10-year-old girl or whatever. 99, 99 times out of 100, guess who wins in guns versus karate? 99 times? <laughs> That's a lot of times. I think you're overvaluing karate here, Luke. Yeah, how close how are often you? do misfires happen? Or how often does a gun I, jam? I still... I still think then you still have a chance. Yeah. A gun is still a yeah. weapon. It's still a heavy piece of metal. <laughs> oh, I think uh, I think we're going in opposite directions. I'm saying that if they're like close enough, there's probably enough no, people. Karate? That like, no, karate. No, no, because it's just like you get behind kid. the person before they can pull the gun and you strangle them. Karate's like a little kid, like. It's teaching kids the value. I'm using karate as a tie-in like, or a, a stand-in for all non-gun fighters. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. You should not use karate as a stand-in for Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Krav Maga and shit like that. Actually, is effective. What what, like, what martial art did uh, what's his name use him him and his daughter? Ronnie? I think it was just karate. No, no, no. It was Ronnie. I what, think it was karate. Was it karate? I thought it was yeah. something yes. weird. I don't know. Let's see. 
Was oh, it just shit. Taekwondo? Which is just karate. Um, Ronnie Lily on the Barry Wiki. Do they go into their characters? Ooh, the Barry Wiki's pretty rough. Oh no! Mm. Big big stub energy. Oh. Yeah. Not much uh, in the way of anything. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, only 78 pages. I don't think they have a Ronnie page. It says Master of Mixed Martial Arts. On Washington okay, Post. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're saying Taekwondo on New York Times. Uh, yeah. That is not... It's still not That's great. what yeah, we that's, did. That's, basically that's not karate. That's Andrew. not a murder fight technique. Okay. Andrew, this is a really roundabout way to admit that you suck shit at Taekwondo. Look, Ronnie pulled out nunchucks as his last resort. <laughs> this guy should Andrew, not have. Andrew, we learned how to use nunchucks. Did. What? They taught us how to use nunchucks yeah, in Taekwondo class. and they class. suck. <laughs> Why would we use nunchucks ones? when you could just use a hammer? <laughs> Hammers aren't as intimidating. <laughs> Is nunchucks when you could just use a gun. Yeah. We're in America. All I'm saying is someone pulls out nunchucks and starts swinging around and I have a hammer, I'm just hitting them over the head. What kind of hammer? It, like a any, construction any hammer? hammer? Yeah, like a... Any, like a handheld yeah, like hammer? Yeah, nunchucks hammer. have more reach. Yeah, I, how are you going to get in? To... Nunchucks are not that hard. I'm going to take one hit and go ow, and then I'm going to bash this dude's brains hard, in. bro. I had nunchucks. I, I used nunchucks. They're not that good. Wooden or like metal handled nunchucks? They were metal. Nunchucks yeah. are illegal in California. Yeah, for no so reason. Guns are legal ah. in California to a degree. Mm. I think if you get hit in the head with a nunchuck, like serious damage territory. Like yes. Someone who knows how to use them, like actually build up momentum behind them and speed, like they're going to be fucking moving and that's a heavy piece of metal mm. i don't know man maybe if you throw the hammer at them yeah. like there's a chance that yeah you connect and break their nose or some shit like maybe you'll have the momentum on the downswing but if you have like a fucking sledgehammer yeah then then, then yeah maybe you've got the reach advantage but mm. i think it's going to come down to reach when you're talking hammer versus nunchucks I Ryan, you should have brought back that Spike TV show, Warrior vs. Warrior, and then we could have Sledgehammer vs. Nunchucks. Deadliest Warrior. Deadliest Warrior, okay. (laughs) Deadliest Warrior. Uh, Taekwondo, triple black belt master, versus Dale from the construction site downtown. (laughs) He's on his lunch break, getting McDonald's. (laughs) Still has his tools on his belt. And the nerd that he bullied in high school came in with the nunchucks. (laughs) Who wins? In the deadliest warrior. Recording the computer simulation now. And then it just cuts to some reenactment of, like, whatever It's like, bullshit. I'll take a uh, <laughs> large fry and a double cheeseburger. <laughs> Dale! You've bullied me for the last time! <laughs> Dale pulls out his hammer, and then they just go at it. My favorite part of Deadliest Warrior was always when, like, the experts had to defend, like, some shitty weapon mm-hmm. that the producers gave them. Like, they're, like, uh, what, what's it called? Like, uh, U.S. Uh, Army from World War II. Shovel. And it's like, yeah, hand-to-hand weapons. A shovel. And they're like, the shovel! Shovel's, like, misleading. You think it's just a shovel. But, like, 
it's kind of heavy. And then, like, <laughs> and then, like versus Sex like, like, this is a knife, yeah. which is a yeah. knife, and it also shoots. It's a yeah. shooting knife. You can stab, and, and you can also get, just shoot. They get some big dude, like, just hitting a pig carcass with a shovel, <laughs> and it's, like, the, the dumbest shit ever. And they're like, the doctor is like, yeah, like, uh, definitely a lot of bruising here. <laughs> just like, I... Would you guys rather go into a fight with a shovel or a bat? Um, Again, I think it comes down to reach. What, what, okay. like, are we talking about like full length shovel? Uh, yeah, are we talking like a, yeah. a, a like a like a military U.S. Army like collapsible oh, yeah, shovel yeah, or like then. a oh, garden okay. shovel? Like if we're talking like a big long garden shovel, you could use that as like a pole. Yeah, axe and that's also and, like, kind of also bay. a bat. Like it has right. a yeah. super long reach, and you just whack someone exactly. on the side of the head. But yeah, like a collapsible mini mm. U.S. Army shovel. Yeah, probably a bat. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I could really swing the fuck out of a bat. Like <laughs> that's what they're designed for. Yeah. They're custom I, I, made to swing really hard. I played baseball my entire life. Like I think I'd be very effective with a bat in close quarters combat if it came down to it. <sighs> I didn't watch all of Pam and Tommy, but there is a point where. Seth Rogen's character is in debt to the mob. And they're like, yeah, we need you to shake down this one guy who owes us a bunch of gambling money. And they give him, a, like, a tiny wooden bat, like a like a kid's <laughs> softball bat. And he's yeah. like, why the hell wouldn't you just give me, like, a regular bat? And he's like, you can put this in your sleeve. It's tiny. If you hit someone over the head with it, it's going to do the same damage. It doesn't matter if it's two feet longer. You're shaking a guy down. It's intimidation more than anything. Also, weight is definitely important. Like, a, ra- a real full-size baseball bat is going to be five times heavier than a little toy souvenir bat thing. I don't know. Mm. I, 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 I'm going to disagree with these mobsters. <laughs> you, need a, you need a big boy. Question your mob credentials. Um, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to episode 185 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Active link in the description. Support us on Patreon or the Anchor Podcast platform. If you choose Patreon, though, you'll join the likes of the terrific Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, and Central Richard Nixon. Send us your questions and business opportunities, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter for updates at view2 underscore podcast and follow me at Lucas Writer on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing, including an article recently published on Anime Feminist about how Death Note is just fantastic accidental gay camp that, uh, cool, it's weird and cool. Maybe a little reclamatory. I don't know. Either way, thank you all so much for listening and have a great week.